0: Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, President of Texas Values. Great to be with you today on the Texas Values Report on a glorious week in the state of Texas. And I say that every week, there's a little bit more reason to say that. We've got some great news from the State Capitol. Now look, you know our work is about the work of faith, family and freedom in the arenas of the courts, the legislature and the media. And let me not get ahead of myself. The work is not done at the Texas Capitol. There's still about a week and a half left, and really some important issues that we still need to get handled legislatively, and we got to make sure no bad things happen as well. But there is something already to celebrate, and that's going to be the subject, the main subject of our segment today on the Texas Values Report, because we've got a great guest. Joining us today is Abby Johnson. You know her as the pro-life leader. We spent some time together this week with, amongst a number of friends at the state capitol, but Abby Johnson has been involved in the pro-life movement for quite some time. You know, previously, she was a part of the abortion industry. She left that industry. Uh, she There was a book written about it. There was a movie written about it. And now she's doing pro-life work, pro-life ministry. And when she gets a chance to step away from some of that, she also comes to the Capitol and will lend her voice on important pro-life issues. And that's what she's been doing this session. Abby Johnson, welcome back to the Texas Values Report
1: well thank you so much for having me and and thank you guys for all the work that you've been doing this session and um you know just really excited to to uh be at the capitol yesterday and uh to witness history being made
0: yeah you know you're right we were there together it was and there were a lot of other people there too uh, the governor was there. What was yes. the governor doing? The governor was signing into law the Texas Heartbeat Act. And so there are a lot of pro-life measures going on, some that still working on, but there's one that we were spending a lot of time on, a lot of focus, and there was a lot of attention on, and that was the Texas Heartbeat Act. And this bill is pretty simple. If a heartbeat is detected of the unborn child; that life needs to be protected, and so that was signed into law. You know, it's, some are calling it one of the strongest pieces of pro-life legislation in Texas history. It's written different than other heartbeats laws in other states. I'll talk about that in just a minute, and that's one of the reasons why people think it might also be one of the strongest pieces of state legislation across the country. But Abby, I want to take us back to yesterday. You know, the governor is there. Signing the bill, I know. I know. I'm sure. I'm trying to think back if maybe you've been a part of some bill signings before. Just so everyone knows, the governor does not have a ceremony and sort of a public event, if you will, or invite people every time he signs a piece of legislation. Uh, when he does that, it usually is a key that it's something that he supports. We know early on he was talking about this issue and indicating his support. I think that had a big uh, hand in it getting passed. But I was really excited that, that you were there today. I know you live in Texas, Texas is your home state, but I know that you, uh, not only in Texas, but you've been a part of this effort of of heartbeat laws and other pro-life laws in other parts of the country. And so I've seen that where you've gone to other States and, but it had to feel good to be here in your home state with your home governor to have this piece of legislation and see it get signed.
1: Yeah. You know, I, um, I have, Gosh, I used to do public policy for Planned Parenthood when I worked for Planned Parenthood. You know, many years ago, over eleven years ago, and so um, I'm very familiar with the the halls of the Capitol, and uh, always love to be on the right side of life now, and and have been uh, in that reception hall with the governors uh, several times. Uh, you know, I was. Uh, there when he signed the ultrasound legislation, of course, uh, in 2011, that was really, you know, I left in 2009 and, and then was very, very active in the first few sessions after I left Planned Parenthood and, um, was excited to see many of those bills be the reason that, that, you know, about half of our abortion facilities in Texas close. And, and so I'm excited to see, you know, just, Texas continually pressing forward on the life issue and you know we have uh, such an incredible and 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 strong on the issue of life governor and he continues to push forward on the life issue and uh and just issues of integrity uh and so uh, I was I was just so pleased to be there yesterday uh with you and and so many other uh, strong pro-life advocates, and um, I'm I'm excited to see what what this is going to do for for the unborn in the state of Texas. And um, you know, we expect challenges, of course, and uh, we we look forward to those. And uh, but we're I'm, I'm just excited to to see what 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 we're going to do next.
0: Well, look, and I mean, the headlines sometimes tell the story. They don't always get it accurately. If you want to look into what they're saying, I mean, a number of news outlets, some at the statewide level, some at the national level. And look, this was national news yesterday. And it's not always national news when the governor signs a piece of legislation. And to take people back for a second, okay, so um, the ceremony was yesterday morning. The bill passed um, you know, probably sometime last week. There were a couple of different stages, but it continue to have some good support and a lot of people rallying around it and bipartisan support, not just yeah. Republicans, just a few Democrats. But right. always good to see that bipartisan support. The governor gave a speech. I don't remember. It was Jan, late January, early February, where he talked about the pro-life issue. He talked about wanting to eradicate abortion. And if you think about it, when a heartbeat is detected, that's one of the earliest stages. Now, we obviously believe life begins at conception. But as far as being able to know, if that has happened. And one of those earliest detections, if not the earliest detection, as far as uh, the medical community concerned, if a woman knows and whether it's a sort of a certainty is that heartbeat, you're a mother, right? We've seen that, right? We, you go to that visit and you're, you're anxious and you're wondering, you want to see the sonogram. You want to have confirmation that there's, you know, there's a heartbeat. It's a very important stage, but it's, you know, very early. And, and I think maybe one of the earliest ways that we can detect it and then address it in law and say this is when uh, abortion is not allowed or this is when we come in and say, okay, we know that means the answer is no. And so um, but the governor having a ceremony like this on one of the most on one of the you know, what's being called one of the strongest pieces of legislation. I want people to appreciate that. And there were probably, I don't know, 50, 60 members of the House and the Senate seemed like everybody wanted to be there sort of at the party. And, and then inviting uh, key pro-life leaders, myself, yourself, members of our team. You know, what an honor that is and, and a blessing. And and a lot of people wanted to be there. The governor, you know, was live streaming a video. And, and so it was clear that he wanted to know pe- for people to know where he stands on this issue and for everybody else to know how strong we're going to be. I already see it being written that the abortion advocates are saying, boy, this law is so strong and aggressive that, you know, we could end up having to go to court to challenge it. And we could end up running out of money because we're going to have to be involved in legal challenges. And I'm thinking, uh, I think that's a good talking point for our side. I mean, (laughs) uh, and so they're really not handling it well so far, but this is about human life. Mm -hmm. And so that is the motivation for this. And I think it's an opportunity with something so universal, like a heartbeat for people to step step back and go go, wait a minute. And part of this is about technology advancing. The baby has a heartbeat. Wow. Like just, I mean, right at that moment or you know, such an early part of of what's considered the a pregnancy. I I think a lot of people don't realize that. And it's these moments where I think people get a little bit more in touch with the humanity and say, Well, it's got a heartbeat. Yeah, we shouldn't be doing this.
1: Of course, yeah. And I, I think it's such a, a great. I mean, like you're right, it's, it's such a great opportunity to educate people sure. on fetal development, you know, that, a uh, heartbeat is, is there so early in the sure. pregnancy and, uh, you know, and there, there have been people who've said, well, you know, but gosh, if they sue us, is this going to stand up in court and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, uh, my answer to that is we really don't know. What's going to stand up in court and what's not going to stand up in court? And and a perfect example of and, and this is about the the this is about a human being in the womb. Why wouldn't we push forward and try, right? Yep. Um, you know, we we I remember and you remember we were all there. You know, Holman's Health v. Hellerstat. We're at the Supreme Court. We're believing that we are going to win this case, right? And we are believing we have an a airtight case. We believe it. The Supreme Court is going to rule in our favor. And then they didn't. Mm. And so we never know what the courts are going to rule. We never know if they're going to rule in our favor or not. But when it comes to unborn lives in the womb, we move forward. Sure. We move forward in their, in their best interest each and every time. And that's what this heartbeat bill does. It's moving forward, protecting unborn lives in the womb and so we take the chance right that's right we we take the risk because these babies are worth it
0: no you're absolutely right we're talking with abby johnson uh one of the most recognizable pro-life leaders in the country uh certainly many of us know her in texas many of you know her story uh if you're more interested in that you can check out the book and the movie unplanned it's absolutely extraordinary she gave a great speech last year um, as a part of the election cycle. Uh, During the Republican National Convention, probably a lot of opportunities where people have come across some of your work and your voice and your pro-life witness and your story, your conversion. Right. And I think that's what a lot of times, um, you know, some people don't realize and sometimes us as pro-lifers, we know so much about this information that we can sometimes not be aware that a lot of people don't. I remember being on college campuses, talking to young people, you know, from an early age, maybe a 15, 16, learning a lot about fetal development and the pro-life issues and how to talk about these issues and talking to people who had never talked about them before or, you know, uh, had some basic issues wrong. They had heard something and been told wrong. And so, um, and so I think to your point, a lot of opportunity to educate but also let's get it right when it comes to legislation and let's do what we think is right. And then we'll see what the courts do. Now I will tell you as a lawyer and you know, this too a lot of work went into how this law was written. And I want to spend just a little bit on that because um, even though I know, you know, a little bit about these processes, uh, I don't want to go too far into the legal discussion because I want to keep some of the focus on the humanity, but that is important in this case. Because this law is different than other state heartbeat laws. In this Texas heartbeat law, the way it works is civil actions are how to enforce this. Any individual, any citizen can file a civil action to stop abortion doctor from performing abortion or after the fact can address this issue. That means the government is not involved in the equation. And when that is the case, there's no constitutional violation. Just to give people a little bit of education, your, your constitutional rights are only violated when the government tries to take them away. And that is not a part of the equation here. That's what makes this law different. It's based on a federal uh, appeals court case that comes out of the region that governs Texas, the Fifth Circuit. So we know that there's some precedent there. And to your point, you know, you never know what's going to happen in the Supreme Court. One thing I do know is I was in the courtroom on March 2nd um, several years ago when the Texas case went up, the Hellstack case, and the members of the court are different than they were then that day when I was in the courtroom. And uh, and that still doesn't mean we know exactly what they're going to do, but it, it certainly gives us some indication and a little bit more reason to say we're moving in the right direction with a piece of legislation like this. And I think a lot of that has to do with people's hearts and minds being changed. Yeah. Your heart and mind was changed. Yeah. You're on the front lines doing a lot of this work still with a great ministry where every day people are learning more and more about that unborn child and i think what's interesting in my experience when they do there it almost is instantaneous because it almost feels like it's something instinctive that's there that they're being forced to deny sometimes
1: yeah you know i run a ministry for abortion clinic workers and we've had 600 abortion clinic workers leave the abortion industry and wow. and come into the pro life movement so these are you know 600 women who you know, have, have said, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I, you know, I got into this to help women and now I realize I'm, I'm hurting women, right? This is not help. I, I, now I really want to help women. And so I, I realize I have to get out of this industry and, and, you know, we're, we're leading them to Christ and they're coming into relationship with Christ and they're experiencing real healing. That's, that's really our, our primary desire. And, you know, what's funny, Jonathan, I always say, you can't find 600 people who used to work for pregnancy centers who now work in the abortion industry, right? That's not happening because truth only flows one way. And, you know, we are seeing people wake up to truth each and every day on the issue of life. And these sorts of bills, heartbeat bills, um, you know, all all different types of bills that are being passed around the country, um, it's waking people up to the reality of abortion, testimonies, women who have had abortions, testimonies of people who have worked in the abortion industry, you know, these personal antidotes of, of abortion, um, and, and how abortion has rocked their world. And even men who have been devastated by abortion, um, it's changing people's hearts. It's changing people's lives. And these are the things that, uh, you know, these are the things that are going to change our culture. In the United yeah. States and and eventually across the world.
0: Well, we're talking with Abby Johnson, pro-life leader. She runs a ministry called And Then There Were None. That's what she was talking about. This ministry that offers an opportunity to lead women, people, um, it could be a, a man as well, out of the abortion industry and and, and so powerful. And, and just, you know, what a continuation, if you will, not only of your conversion, but now your witness and, and your leadership and, and to have that insight to be able to know, Hey, I've been there. I I can understand uh, what the struggle could be. And, you know, uh, and and these are the type of stories that get told at the Capitol. That's why it's important to show up. You people have heard me say this a lot. Government belongs to those who show up. Abby Johnson was at the Capitol. She's just not running a ministry or involved in a podcast, whatever. She also knows the value of going to her own Capitol. That's something that we've done as an organization. I also know as a lawyer, what I was taught in law school, the law is a teacher. So if our law says, "Oh, it's okay to take the life of an innocent human being," that's what a lot of people do, and that's what they've done for decades since the, you know, my birth year, right, 1973, and and likely before that for other reasons. But but those numbers of abortions are the, the number. It's it's hard to keep count these days. Um, how long, how many that have added up since 73, there's about 50,000 in the state of Texas every year. That number has con, come down with some pro, uh, pro-life efforts, but it's still at a significant number that that's hard to ignore. And that doesn't for many of us break our hearts, but there are opportunities with legislation to say, this is where we stand as a state, as a people, and, and, and sends a strong message. And so with the governor there and, and elected officials, uh, you know, you know, there's a lot of bills that can get caught up and killed in different ways, and so if a bill like this gets to the finish line, if you will, uh, it usually is because there are a lot of supporters and leaders like Governor Abbott, Lieutenant Governor Patrick, and others that have said, "Hey, we're going to make sure this gets done." And so it was great to have you there too, uh, interacting with people. I know it was kind of like, you know, the star shows up and everybody wants to take a picture with Abby Johnson, and 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 I just say that because. Uh, and I'm sure you know this, but I think those moments like that also excite people and, and give them a little bit of encouragement and say, you know, I got to talk with Abby Johnson or I got to see the governor. And they realize there's someone, you know, that really has a lot of influence or that people listen to. And they're just like me or they think just like me. And they took the time to be at an important event. And I think it gives them encouragement to say, hey, I want to do a little bit more. You know, what I'm doing is making a difference.
1: Well, I got to tell you, Jonathan, I, I showed up yesterday and, um, I love doing it. I love, I love being there. You know, this, uh, politics is sort of, it's, it's in my blood, it's in my veins. I, I love, it's, I don't know. It's one of my favorite things to do. And so I was, I got home yesterday and, and Doug, my husband was like, well, how was it? And I said, it was great. And I said, I I really miss it. So, um, so <laughs> well, you
0: know, look I, if you keep interacting with me, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure you're up there more. You know, uh, I and, took some and,
1: time off. I mean, I have eight kids, so I took some time right. off when I had the twins. I took a yeah. couple of sessions off. You know, really, I, um, to you know do that to be a mom. That's and, smart. And, well, and, and I, and I, kids, I know
0: but I'm, I'm ready me.
1: for next session. So I'm I'm ready to be put to work. So
0: <laughs> well, and, and really, and I appreciate that. And before I forget, why you're still on too uh an appreciation and a thank you to who you were walking in with yesterday. You were telling me Senator Brian Hughes, the author of the heartbeat law in the Senate, and then Shelby Slauson, the author of the bill in the House, the House author, if you will who they were such an important part of that. If they don't step up and lead those bills through their respective chambers, they don't get done. And so a lot of uh, members really enjoyed working with them. Certainly Senator Hughes, who was a House member and has been a Senate member for several sessions, couldn't have done it without them. And so, and I just want you to know your voice being a part of that, I think was such an important part of this process as well. Giving people encouragement and having a, a voice and a name people could recognize and say, you know what? If Abby thinks it's a good idea, I need to take a look at it or I want to get on board as well. So I want to thank you for participating and um, count on it. We're going to get you more involved at the <laughs> Capitol. And, and I'm glad to hear that you enjoy it, too, as well, because uh, I think that's, you know, that's running through my uh, the veins in my blood. or Excuse me, the blood in my veins as well. And, uh, you know, but look, this is where we're called to be, you know, and, and you primarily do the ministry that you do. And I think that's so important. Uh, but you also know that there's a value to coming when it counts and that's what you've done. And so, and so I appreciate that. I want to say thank you. And I also want to say thank you uh, for being a guest today on our Texas values report. And if you'll give the website, the URL, the website of your ministry so people can learn more about it.
1: Sure. Yeah. It's just abortionworker.com.
0: Great. Well, such a great ministry. And then there were none. Abby Johnson has been our guest today on the Texas values report. All right. We've got a little bit more ground to cover. Abby, you know, she's got a a big family just like I do. So we're going to let her uh, get on to some of those duties. And I'm going to do a little bit more wrap up for some things that happened during the week, uh, in addition to a big moment, certainly at the Capitol. And it's just interesting, a little bit more finish up on the Texas heartbeat ball. Uh, You know, the reports, if you believe what the media says and how they're characterizing it, they're already saying that this is the most aggressive pro-life law, that this effectively bans abortions in the state of Texas. And, you know, when you think about it, if you can't have a uh, if the baby's life is protected really at the earliest moment that there is a life, uh, you know, that is about as significant as you can get when it comes to a piece of pro-life legislation. And not only that, but it's grounded in sound legal doctrine and analysis that it's virtually impossible for the other side to use their same strategy of filing a lawsuit and then getting it struck down or getting it held up before it even gets enforced because it's civil enforcement of citizens that can bring legal actions to enforce it and to hold doctors, abortion doctors accountable, not the government. So there's no constitutional violation. And you can find out more at txvalues.org. I won't go through all the Q&A because people ask a bunch of different questions. What about this situation? What about that? Go to Um, txvalues.org. I think the article's called uh, what you need to know about the Texas heartbeat uh, bill. We were calling it a bill then before it was signed into law. I was speaking at an event actually last night and I had a little bit of fun with a group and I said, I got some news for you. There's no more Texas heartbeat bill. There's not a heartbeat bill. Sorry, you know, just to kind of uh, raise a little bit of um, interest and in what? What is he talking about? Because now it's a law anyway. All right. So that's just yeah, public policy people, us talking. Most people probably are not caught up in the difference between calling it a bill of law. But it is law. The governor has signed it. And, and it is really one of the most important. And some are calling it the strongest piece of pro-life legislation. And, and it's not about that. What, you know, really the issue is this is about protecting innocent human life. This is saving babies from abortion. This is saving people from heartache. And when people have an abortion later on and regret, they didn't know. How many times do you hear that? I didn't know the baby had a heartbeat. I didn't know that it had fingers and toes and eyes and that everything was there. I mean, it just is You know, hard when you hear people reflect on that sometimes after they learn more after an abortion. But our work's not done at the sex Capitol. There are other pro-life pieces of legislation we're working on that matter as well. There's religious liberty protection we're working on. The Freedom to Worship Bill, House Bill 1239, still has not passed. Um, It passed the House. It's over in the Senate. The Senate passed another version of it. But they've got to pass the House version at this point in order to have time to get it done. I know the support is there, but I'm letting you know it hasn't gotten done yet. So just remind your elected officials that that's still important. And, you know, there's enough time left. But, hey, let's go ahead and finish the job there, too, before it gets too late. Um, In addition to that, there's uh, the issues that are still going on on family issues. We've got um, a little bit more attention on the issue of gender modification. Senate Bill 12, excuse me, Senate Bill 1311. Um, Is getting a lot of attention as well as a piece of legislation that could address that issue. I'm just checking my time here over on the clock. And so some really important issues that really could uh, that still we could get done. There's not a lot of time, but there is enough time. And we're still watching out for some of those bills that could attack our Christian values. Those ban the Bible bills and things of that nature. And so our work is not done by a long shot at Texas Capitol. In my experience going back to 2005, really 2007 was the first time I worked full time um, at the Capitol on public policy issues as a nonprofit legal and policy advocate. I see things get done all the time in the last week and a half. And sometimes you got to be careful that some bad stuff doesn't get done. So you can't take your eye off things and uh, and so if you're frustrated and you feel like, hey, my legislation hasn't passed, I'm, I'm done. I'm just going to give up and go home. They're never going to do, you know, they're never going to listen to me. Do not give up. It's not over yet. There's still time. And before I finish, a minute left. Speaking of the heartbeat law, I've got a huge announcement. So up in Fort Worth, we're having an event on June 16th. The author of the heartbeat law, Shelby Slauson, Representative Shelby Slauson, whose district, district is close to that area, She's going to be our special guest. And so is Claire Colwell, who is an abortion survivor herself. June 16th at Joe T. Garcia's. We're going to have a great event and talk about these issues and celebrate, raise a little bit of money. Tickets will sell out. It's not a big venue that we have. Check it out on our Facebook page. That's June 16th. Go to our website, TXValues.org to find out more about our work. We're going to be working on the weekend a little bit. There's things happening still at the Capitol because we're not finished with getting things done at the Capitol for faith, family, and freedom. And we'll talk to you next week on the Texas Values Report.